This is episode 33 of The Kingdom is Here. This world we are in has presented us with a time of making choices. Sometimes those choices, however, seem like false choices that we have to make. It is the illusion, really, of the options that we are given either choose one side or another. Either you're for something or you're against it. And masterfully, the world and the enemy and the kingdoms of this world have divided people against one another to the point where it is neighbor against neighbor, brother against brother, son against father, daughter against mother, Christian against even other Christians. It even boils down into the church itself and to those who are followers of Christ who pursue after the truth, knowing that there is one truth in one way. And that continual division that is given to us But we don't have to accept the terms that the world gives us. You might be looking at the options of many things that you're facing and only see two choices, but I just want to talk for a little bit today and encourage somebody a little bit today that there's more to it than what you see. So let's see where this goes. This is Nathan Kirk, and I've got really good news. There's this passage in Isaiah chapter 5, and verse 20. And it is beautifully written and speaks so much to the things of our world today. It says, Woe unto them that call evil good, and good evil, that put darkness for light, and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. What we are seeing in our world today is that many of the things that you're facing, many of the things that people in general seem to come up against and face, are this false dichotomy of choices, It either has to be one or the other. Either it has to be this decision, Democrat or Republican, liberal or conservative. Uh, We could go into all of the issues of uh, surrounding COVID-19 and masks and and, uh, vaccines and certain mandates and all of these things, right? Like it's either one side or the other. The, I was in a, a recent meeting, in a school board meeting, actually, and that's how they were presenting the very issue there. There were two sides of this room, and even the school board itself was saying, you know, there's two sides to this whole decision, this this decision that they were talking about of uh, something that they were going to do uh, with, our, with our school district, and they said, there are two sides to this, and, and I had an opportunity to say something, so I said, well, as a matter of fact, there aren't two sides to this. That 
everybody in this room has a choice. And there were, I don't know, probably 80 plus people in this small room. And I said, there are 80 sides to this, right? Every individual has a choice. Every single one of us has a choice. You are being given an option. And so many times we maybe look at the issues of life and we say, I'm no longer given a choice because it's one or the other. That we only have a couple of options and those are therefore the only um, options that we can choose and that we can decide on. This is not a new tactic. It's not a new trick. It's not something that's just all of a sudden novel to the situation that we're living in and the world that we're living in. What this is coming from is coming from a system in our world that finds us in these places where we feel like we are trapped and there is no way out. And so what happens is we get this idea that we have to keep working our way and making decisions based on the things that are presented to us. And what eventually comes from this is a trade that takes place. That if you fall into this trap, Isaiah 5 puts it in such an interesting way, woe to them that call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter woe to them and how do we get to this place one of the ways that we get to this place is when we feel like we only have so many options that that our options and our decisions get narrowed down to something so very uh, very specific and it in our choices get narrowed down to something so very specific and we get put into a corner as it were and we feel like we have to say something we have to make a decision we have to choose a side and 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 then when we get put into that corner we ha- where we feel like we have to choose a side ultimately if we if we are being given the choices uh, forced to choose between the choices that we're given, ultimately what happens is that we end up compromising because of the choices that we are given. And that is the one of the greatest woes, I think, that we can experience is when we begin to compromise or we begin to allow either the enemy or the world to set the tone and the narrative for us. This is far and above not an American thing, right? Although we like to think that it is. And maybe to the extent that America was founded on Judeo-Christian values, maybe there is that idea and that notion. But to, to me, when we, concerning the things of the kingdom of God, one of the most important things is that we don't allow this world and the kingdoms of this world and the enemy of our souls to set in and to set the tone and dictate the terms or the narrative that we are supposed to follow. And so many Christians, so many followers of Jesus Christ, citizens of his kingdom, allow this world to set the narrative, to set the tone. We feel like we have to go along with these um, the narratives that we're given. We have to go along with the premise of the questions and, and therefore what happens 
is that's where the exchange takes place. That's where you have something that is so good, but when you allow the world and this the kingdoms of this world to set the tone in that narrative, that's when you are compromising and you are allowing an exchange to take place. And you're taking what is good and what is pure and you're changing it for things that are bitter and things that are dark and things that are broken. And so today I want to just talk just obviously about this a little bit to maybe bring some awareness, right? Like we are not subject to the narratives of this world. I understand a lot of things that we are, of course, in this system, you know, we are citizens of this world as well. We are in this world, right? Not of it. We kind of follow all of that. So certainly not calling for anarchy or anything like that. Nobody get worried. But what scripture tells us, and this actually can be found in 2 Corinthians 5 in verse 20, read earlier from Isaiah um, 5 and 20. This is 2 Corinthians 5 and 20. It says, um, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We are ambassadors to this, to the kingdoms of this world, to this world, for Christ. God makes the appeal through us. We implore you on the behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Now you can look at that in any number of different ways. And you can maybe think about that and how that really works and what it means to you in your life, perhaps. But one thing that I want to say is this, is that we are, as the scripture says, we are ambassadors for Christ. We don't, we don't come to the table of compromise to try and compromise who we are and what the message of Christ was. But we are coming to the table, as it were, to implore people on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. What, what that means is we don't reconcile to our own selves. We don't reconcile to this world. And we're not trying to be made right in our own eyes. We need to be made right through Christ unto God. We may, we, that's where we need to be made right. And that's when we come to the table, that's where the rightness, that's where the discussion, the narrative really must take place. It's not the narrative of this world, not to sit at the table of compromise and see how we can all get along, but rather to sit down and to, instead of compromising, to set the tone ourselves. Like you yourself come to the table to set the tone. We don't come to lay down our arms. We don't come to uh, just blend in with everybody else. We don't come to take the false narratives or the false dichotomy uh, choices that we're given. We, we don't come to participate in that way. And so many of us sometimes get bogged down by this world that that we, we, we participate and we begin to engage with it when in reality, that's something that you don't need to take. You don't even need to begin to engage with that. Like stop taking what is being given to you and realize that all that that is, is an exchange. It is the exchange of compromise and you're taking the things that are sweet and changing it for something that's bitter. You're taking what is light and good and it's darkness and evil that's being exchanged when you begin to compromise. Compromise is one of the 
greatest enemies of our time that we are seeing and we are we need to be wary of when it comes to the things of the kingdom of God because when he returns when he returns and our our conquering king is returning he's not looking for a people that are full of compromise that are saying well we thought this was probably a really good idea so this is the way that we decided to go <laughs> like that's I don't think he's going to be very pleased with that. He's certainly not going to be interested with that. And, and I don't think that he has much of a tolerance for that. And many of us would even may even say, maybe not many of us, maybe, I don't know, but many Christians this day and, you know, many uh, supposed or self-proclaimed followers of Christ or Christians or believers, whatever, whatever they want to call themselves, maybe don't even know of that God, that he exists, that that's the character and the nature of our God, that he is you know, full of grace and kind of like, oh, let's maximize the grace, but he's also full of truth. And he's not compromising on either one of those. Like he's not compromising on his grace toward us and thank God for his grace, but he's also not compromising one whit in regard to the truth. And it is incumbent upon us as believers to have that understanding and to live and model our lives in the way that we approach and interact with this world through that prism and through that eye, through that, through that lens. So I guess what I hope is helpful, what I hope is maybe encouraging to us and help guides us a little bit, just briefly, is that the decisions that you're being faced with and the choices that you have to make and this is just something that's really practical as well. Not just of the, you know, like the big <laughs> the big decisions and choices in our society and our world today. Like not just those things, but of the choices that you're making. Maybe just take a step back and 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 take a moment and to say, is that really the tone that's being set? Is that really the narrative that I have to accept right now? Is the premise of this question, is that even is that even right? And do I have to engage like this? Sometimes I think it is not just good, but it's healthy and proper and necessary to do that, to take a step back and to say, you know what, I'm not engaging with this. This this isn't true. It's not based on a foundation of truth or reality. It's just someone's perception of something so that they can lead us to a table of compromise, but I won't be found at compromise. You should not be found in compromise. But you should be found standing for what is true and what is right and what is good and pure and holy. And when you do that, when you find yourself doing just that, you won't have to instead turn to that, as it says in Isaiah 5 and 20, woe to them that exchange. You don't, you don't have to turn to that you say I, I don't need to exchange I don't need to make the exchange a compromise because I already know the truth and so I'll stick with what I've got I'll stick with what's good and that will be enough for me thank you for tuning in to the kingdom is here podcast hosted by Nathan Kirk we appreciate the time you took to listen and are looking forward to being with you again. Remember your allegiance to the King and His Kingdom. And as always, we hope this was helpful.